expert advice and data-driven insights that unlock your business's potential. APSA Insights, brought to you by APSA Corporate and Investment Banking. Babjik, nice to see you in uh, in London today. Give me a perspective of, well, you, you give me a perspective rather, of what the problem is as you see it. Thanks very much, Bruce. It's lovely to be here today. Today, we are going to be having a, a discussion with our expert panel. We've got Ted, uh, the energy analyst, and Max from Siemens. And we're going to talk to you about energy storage. I mean, if you look at South Africa currently, uh, you know, we've got a situation with ESCOM having aged fleet. Uh, you know, it's largely coal-fired. Uh, the integrated resources plan talks of a number of uh, thousands of megawatts that need to be rolled out over the next several years, where the country moves away um, gradually from coal dependency. Uh, renewable energy and gas fire generation will become a big part of that energy mix. And we've just launched an emergency power program in South Africa, 2000 megawatts. And as a bank at the forefront of financing this, we've seen significant interest from uh, developers, most of them being international, various forms of, of technology being mooted. Uh, and a lot of what we're seeing is actually um, some form uh, shape or form of energy storage. And there's many forms of energy storage. So today we were going to talk about that and how that will actually supplement variable renewable energy, such, such as we have uh, with wind and with solar PV as an example. So thanks, Bruce. Thank you, Bhatik, very much. Uh, to you, Ted Blom, uh, with the same problem as you see it. Okay, so I think uh, the energy problem in South Africa and Southern Africa is very well traversed now. Uh, and has been for at least the last uh, 12 years. Uh, and I think uh, it's time for people to open up their minds and, st- and to start looking at alternatives. Because the ESCOM that we knew and relied on for nearly 100 years uh, is, is no longer capable of satisfying the needs of both the South African economy, uh, South African households, as well as the industrial countries, uh, industrialized countries and, uh, and uh, as our neighbors. Uh, so I think that... Um, Yes, uh, I'm very glad that uh, battery technology has come to the fore, uh, primarily because uh, all these cries about uh, non-dispatchable renewable energy uh, on its own uh, as a a solution have really been all misplaced. And I was one of the first people to cry out that, uh, that when costing these projects, you need to add the cost of storage. And that's the only fair way to compare it to something that's available 24-7. So, yes, um, after batteries, I think there'll be some more transformations uh, into uh, certainly into hydrogen, which, uh, as as far as longer life is concerned, uh, is still the primary uh, uh, solution for industrial clients. And maybe one day soon for household clients as well. Thank you, Ted Blom. Uh, Max, to you, I mean, wherever there is a problem, there is a, an, a solution, uh, and a solution is an opportunity for some, and Siemens, at the forefront, of course, of many of these global technologies at the moment. You must be licking your lips in anticipation. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, Bruce. Yeah, um, well, just a small hint here. Um, as you probably know that we had the spinoff, we're right now really focusing on energy more than we did before, part of the Siemens family here, but really as Siemens Energy right now, really focus on, on our energy sector here. But if you ask me um, what are probably the major trends that we see here coming from the global perspective, we definitely see 
the increasing demand in all areas of the world. Um, so the electrification will proceed. And as we learn that, you know, all the emerging technologies are very energy hungry. So we see that as a major trend. Um, besides the topic of decarbonization, we already heard it from Buftik here, um, that we have a lot of uh, engines still running all over the world um, uh, looking for carbon, um, um, carbon-based uh, fuels. And then also the topic of decentralization, helping also support the, um, the security in the grids. And um, all those major trends, I would think, um, are somehow overlapped with um, the add-on of renewable power into the systems, um, decreasing technology cost, um, as we also heard it right now from Ted, um, that there is at least an, uh, a way forward anticipated looking at the battery, um, uh, at the battery market. And but we also see that there is certain flexibility required in those systems. And um, for sure, also on the regulation side, we see um, that there are certain movements also enabling energy storage as part of the energy landscape. Um, yeah, and just I think the overall goal here is cut down CO2 emissions and securing the um, securing the grids and the, the energy supply. How evolved is the technology that is required in order to make the storage of renewables feasible? I mean, we make the assumption that Germany, which at one point um, had lots of nuclear power, then took nuclear off the grid, is using lots of renewables, therefore storage. Just how evolved are you? We assume that you're world leaders, and I think you are. Well, I think... Um, Still, the German market is variable. Yeah? Um, still, there is no, no clear direction. We see that, that there are projects evolving, looking at the battery side, more focusing, let's say, on short-term durations of discharging power. We, also, we always need to consider that, you know, in the, in the terms of energy storage, we are always talking about different periods of discharging. That means um, that you probably just want to bridge a certain period where you don't have sun available, probably an hour or two hours, or you're looking at longer term durations here on um, talking about hours up to days and even weeks where you need to bridge because your your security um, coming from renewable power uh, might not be given um, in certain areas. So what we see in Germany that there's a lot of push also looking at, let's say, the decarbonization of an existing fleet, making, um, you know, coal-fired power plants into storage power plants, which is which is possible um, using energy um, in thermal energy storages and make that usable for, for the existing fleet. So that is some, some movement that has been there besides the topic of, uh, of lithium-iron battery storages. Um, which are also helping, let's say, um, yeah, keeping the grid alive and, and securing um, the, the support or the transport of energy also in a decentralized fashion. Um, so I think those are right now some some steps to go into that area of, uh, of storage uh, applications. Expert advice and data-driven insights that unlock your business's potential. APSA Insights, brought to you by APSA Corporate and Investment Banking. For more, visit apsainsights.co.za.